0: All right, it's Interview Your Favorite Band Day. I'm Julie Pilot from the Idea Fountain, and in the last episode, we talked to Molly Newman about having a DIY mentality and starting the Riot Girl movement. In this episode, we're going to talk to Georgia Mack, the lead singer of Camp Cope. They're a brilliant band about to launch their third album. They sound very 2022, but they also sound more like a band I would have loved while growing up in Seattle, than any other current band I can think of. When the pandemic hit and tours stopped, most creators scrambled to find revenue and direction. Georgia Mac went to work as a COVID nurse in Melbourne. More than ever, that is how she found her voice on this new album, producing and in the studio and while saving lives. Not only do you get to hear from one of my favorite bands, but you get an inspiring story with Georgia Mac from Camp Coat. I-D-E-A-F-O-U-N-E-A-I-N This is the Idea Fountain. Life-changing conversations. It, it, it's so amazing because this is one of my favorite bands. But uh, I know that like not everybody in America has heard them. So we'll just do like a little elementary introduction. You're a trio from Melbourne, Australia. Uh, yeah. I love on uh, your Instagram bio, it says a Power Emo Trio.
1: Yeah, uh, I think like, I don't think we really fit in any like genre of music. Because like, we're, we're like the three of us, we all have such different tastes in music. Like Tomo likes a lot of like the drama. She likes a lot of like local bands. And I like pop music. And Kelly, the bass player, likes drill rap. Oh yeah, and stuff like yeah. We're all we're all we've all got like very different tastes in music, and wow. so it kind of all smushes together. Oh, fucking s- sorry, Siri is being annoying. It all just like smushes together and creates power emo. Did I, I think. Ever
0: tell you? Did I ever tell you how I heard about your band? No, you didn't. This is a crazy story. So back when I was at Apple and we had started Beats One, the live radio station, we were talking about um, doing local radio all over the world, right? Like, you know, having shows come at us from, whether it be Australia, or eventually we did end up having shows come from like Paris and Berlin and things like that. So I went, Australia to scout for host and I was meeting all these amazing people in Australia because there is such a rich not only music scene but radio really matters in Australia with Mm. the local stations and the you know, like um, public radio stations. And I, I was talking to somebody who I had scouted. And of course at Apple, everything is confidential. So I set up this meeting and she didn't really know what she was going to. And then I told her, and I think she might've worked at like Triple J or something. And she just wasn't interested on being on a global radio station. And I remember telling her, well, I really, really appreciate that. And I think you're talented and I think you could do both. But, you know, aren't you interested in putting a spotlight on any local bands that you just wish the rest of the world knew how amazing they were? And she started telling me about Camp Cope and she started talking about how much she loved them to the point she got emotional and cried in the interview oh my god like i like that
1: like happens sometimes i feel like see what's really strange is that i honestly feel like the most alone person on earth i feel like i can't connect with people i have a really difficult time like understanding other people and I I think people have a difficult time understanding me but then people connect so deeply to the lyrics of Camp Cope songs like I was like at a bar the other night and I ended up having a conversation with just this like random dude and he cried like talking about how much Camp Cope means to him and that it never like ceases to like blow my mind because like I yeah I like I don't feel I still don't feel like I connect with people like and so for people to connect with the music which means they connect with me like it's
0: just it's just unreal like Well that that makes a lot of sense to me in a lot of ways because I think that your lyrical style is very 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 unique there are a lot of songwriters that are storytellers there are a lot of so- songwriters who are vulnerable vulnerable and share their feelings but there's something about and this is where I wish I was Zayn and could better articulate it <laughs> but there's something about your writing style as an observer that with you talking about you feel very lonely it's like you let us into your inner dialogue right like you know, just the thoughts that are passing through your mind, like even the first song I heard from you lost right when you're reflecting on somebody saying, you know, like, um, you know, I, I hope you know where you are. I hope you've gotten far in maybe someone told you you were special one too many times and you're lost. I mean, that is a lyric of like, again, just being an observer in life and reflecting. And it, it reminds me of, in my own head, like when I'm trying to problem solve something, like all the thoughts that I might experience at once. It's it's, it's very interesting.
1: Yeah. It's so wild that I wrote Lost when I was like 19 or 20 or something. But I look back at it and I was like, that's a, that's a good song. <laughs> I'm
0: that's really like, I'm pretty proud of song. that. Oh, no, thank it- you.
1: I mean, I feel like, oh no, sorry, you go. No, 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 go ahead. You feel. I feel like it was like me, like looking into the future a bit. Like I knew where a certain situation was going and I wrote about it and it kind of manifested a bit. Like it's a pretty, like, I think Lost is a pretty like magical song to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I still
1: like, I still remember writing it and I like, I couldn't imagine it being... An acoustic song, and then mm. it became a Camp Cope song because I started off just like
0: acoustic and me singing and you know,
1: not really knowing what I was doing.
0: Yeah, but then making it a Cap Camp Cope song adds that I don't know a little bit more punky element. And um, yeah. now you're right on the cusp of releasing your third record, um, coming up in March. Yeah, running with the hurricane. It's pretty,
1: like, I'm very excited to show people more music because, like, what's really strange to me is that, like, I listen back to, like, I listen back to, like, all all the stuff we've put out since being a band and I'm like, this is terrible. And I hate it. Yeah. It reminds me, it reminds me of I saw like some article about Bono being like <laughs> hating his voice and hating you too and everything he's ever made. And I was like, ah, oh, I can relate to that. I but I think that just comes with like being a very hypercritical artist, I guess. Just like always wanting to be better, to explore more, to not be you know, like held in by any genre, to constantly wanting to grow and stuff, and then looking back at old stuff and be like, "Oh, like what was I thinking? Why did I think that that sounded good?" You know. Yeah. So well, I'm excited for people to hear new stuff because I feel like I put my heart and soul into this. Like I really, like I didn't care about how the first two albums or the EP sounded. But i really care about how i really care about this album because i feel
0: like it it marks a new chapter and and i can't wait to hear the whole thing i want to talk about you finding your voice and how that's symbolic in a few different ways right like you you i i've heard that um this This album rises to the occasion. It's a new chapter and maybe some of your previous work was described as more punk. And then this sound is a little bit more polished and controlled. Tell me about that evolution.
1: I think that happened. I think that's due to like me making my solo albums and like putting lots of time and effort into really figuring out what I wanted, how I wanted things to sound, like having like an idea in my head and being able to put it out into the real world and knowing how to do it. like, like in So in 2020, you know, Melbourne had like the biggest, longest lockdown in the world. And in that time, I kind of went a bit mad and i wrote like because like there was pleaser and then expanding from that because in that i worked with my friend katie day and darcy bayless to make it and then this crazy solo pop album that i made which no one's ever gonna hear um, was like me learning how to like actually make music on a computer and how to record and how to mix and, like, and I think I brought a lot of that. And, like, learning how to, like, write alternate vocal, alternate, alternative vocal parts and different, like, ways of hearing things and where to put them in the song. I think I took a lot of that into new Camp Cope music because it was like this combination of like Camp Cope and then like me really wanting to like like make things like big I guess which I yeah kind of learned how to do just like myself in lockdown.
0: Well, and you talk about COVID and lockdown, and it still blows my mind sometimes. And this is why I think it's so important to have conversations about the real life of creators right now. Like here, Camp Cope is one of my favorite bands from Australia. You know, you have toured the world. You have won Aria Awards. And still, everybody in the band needs to have a day job, right? Talk about yours.
1: Um, so I'm a nurse. I work at a hospital 10 minutes away from my house. I, you know, I have patients and I work night shift sometimes. And I just really love it because I, I have this thing where I'm like, life has me, like I find meaning in my life through helping others. And I feel like I do that in nursing and it's there and I can see it and I can see the impact that I'm having on people. And like, I just wanna, I just really wanna be a good person. And I just I just wanna help and I wanna use my privilege to help others. And I think nursing is like the perfect job for me. And that started last year in in lockdown because I was like you know like I have the skill set I have the qualification I have the time I should I just I need to do it it was like this need I was like I can't do anything else but be a nurse because that's what the world needs right now
0: well and I think it's really amazing as like you were saying you had the lock longest lockdown in the world and people were really struggling and you were on the front lines of things and you know i i've heard that you needed to sort of find your voice in that moment also
1: yeah so like when you're nursing you you have to like know what you're doing and you have to have like a rationale behind everything and you have to pretty much be, like, confident in what you're doing and what you're saying, what you're telling people. And I feel like I took a lot of that back into music. And I feel like also, like, music helped me be a better nurse, I guess, through, like, all the stuff that Camp Cope has been through, like, with, you know, media stuff, like, I feel like I took a lot of that into nursing and I think it made me a better nurse.
0: Yeah, and then um, and then, would you say the confidence that you had to display as an authority figure in the health field, did that then translate to uh, the confidence in the studio?
1: Yeah, I think it absolutely did. Like I feel like because I knew, cause I'd like I'd made a solo pop album in lockdown, like learning how to do every single aspect of that gave me the confidence to like tell everyone what I wanted and I knew that it would sound good. Like, so we worked with Anna Laverty who is engineer, mixer, producer. She's absolutely amazing. And she really like working with her really gave me the confidence to, Be able to, like, feel like what I was doing and what I was suggesting was the right thing to do and be able to, like, voice, like, you know, my opinions on a lot of things. And I think it ended up sounding really good. And like, like, as like an artist, I'm like, I'm always like picking up on things like the albums, like not like perfect. Cause I would have gone, like, I went mad, like when we made the album, because it just meant this, like, it's so important to me. And I think if I was to, and eventually you just have to like, give up on it. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, well, this is as far as I can go without fully losing my mind. And yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I think- st- yeah,
1: I still I still listen back to it and I'm like, mm, that could have been different. I could have sang that differently. Like, I could have added a vocal part there. I could have played a different guitar part. Like, still like, I feel like I'm like when I listen to a song, I'm constantly like building on it mm-hmm. and thinking about other parts and trying to make the song more of like this big musical production rather than just like
0: a song.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, it's so interesting now that I've worked in tech, right? Sometimes you just have to get the product out into the world and let people react to it. And then I think it'll keep evolving, right? Like people's relationship yeah. with it, your tour with it, because I think you have to be comfortable. You know, there's perfection in the imperfections too.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And that's how I, like, justified the first Camp Cope records-ish, because I was like, the mistakes in it show that it's real, show that we're just people and that we're capable of making mistakes, we're also capable of greatness. Like, I wanted, like, I look back on that and I'm like, this just shows three people. Who are learning who are growing and mistakes happen and that's okay because you learn from it and so that's how i justify the first two albums
0: oh i think it's so Cause... great like one of the reasons i first connected with camp cope also was because i think sarah in the band was especially influenced by the riot girl movement and i grew oh, yeah. up I grew up in Seattle and it's always crazy to me because when I was a kid in Seattle, that was underground in Olympia. Right. And then to hear a band from Australia was inspired by it. But I mean, you know, it really represents artists that are artists in every sense of the word. Right. And like, again, when you found your voice and your platform, um, I think with, earlier albums, you were really known for speaking out and a message and being very pro women in music. And um, now with this album, I've seen you say it's more of an evolution. What's your stance or, I don't know, what advice do you have for up and coming bands that really want to use their music for good and message, but then also just connect with as many people. Like, what has that evolution be, been like for you? What oh my god, you? I
1: have absolutely, I have no idea how to answer yeah. that question. I feel like i not one. I feel like I'm not one who's able to give advice because. No. I guess just the. I don't know. Learn. Just keep learning. Keep changing, keep doing stuff, do what you want to do, sing what you want to sing. I don't know, like, the whole, it, Camp Cope was never, like, planned. Nothing was a plan, everything just kind of happened by accident, really. And it happened through me, like, putting my foot in my mouth. And, like, I don't know. We were, very, we're very lucky to like have each other to lean on in times like that. Like no matter what, we've always had each other and we've always backed each other up and pulled each other up on like our mistakes. And it's it's good. We're like a little school for each other. But I don't, I'm not sure if I'm one to be able, I don't think I have the right to give anyone advice about anything because it's such a personal journey and everyone's is the same, not the same, sorry. Everyone's is so different. Um.
0: Yeah. It's interesting to me too, like when you think about the punk aesthetic and like screaming or something like that, how that can be so powerful, but then also so intense like didn't you go through a phase where you even had nodules on your vocal cords yeah
1: yeah i had three vocal surgeries but like i think that was because i was so i was singing because i was trying to sound like someone else i wasn't trying to sound like myself because i wanted to like fit into like what people thought that we should sound like i guess and then like with this album it's like well this album i learned how to sing really i learned how to not just yell and scream because i needed to get something out this time i could just really embrace it and experience singing and feel the you know like the true beauty of of that in my body rather than like have like i feel like for like the first two albums I had a lot to say and I didn't really know how to say it but I was just kind of like yelling and trying to trying to get something across and in that it was just like a confusing thing it was like my body was just like a mess and I feel like that showed in the lyrics and in the way that I sang it and then this time I'm like more at peace, and i'm a lot happier and i feel like i know myself more i know my voice i know how to use it better now not perfectly but it's still a great improvement and yeah i think that like this album shows a lot of growth for like me personally and my voice
0: i think it's just like a microcosm of The rest of the world right like we're all a mess and we're all very confused but then you grow and you become more strategic and you figure it out yeah find your voice um i have this friend uh, i i just wanted to i was thinking about you as i was getting ready i have um a friend named liz hernandez who she's got a content series called wordiful and um she focuses in on the power of words because her mom had Alzheimer's and as she lost her words, the only thing she held on to, uh, were thank you and I love you. And so on the content series, she focuses. that's so
1: beautiful. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. And on the content series, she focuses on different words and here is the mantra that she has for voice voice. My voice is my superpower. I use it to speak truth and to express my authenticity. I use my outer voice to stand up for myself and my inner voice to love myself.
1: That's really beautiful. I should take that on board. I also like, I've been thinking as we've been talking, I've been just like thinking about, so like my voice is like, it's absolutely like who I am. It's such a big, part of me, like I'm a very like loud, vocal, opinionated, like my voice is everything, it's how I express things, it's how I make mistakes and like when I went through all my vocal issues I think that that was very symbolic of what I was kind of going through and like it's like a representation of like how I navigate life a bit and like if my voice is bad it's probably because that I'm feeling bad like and if my voice is good it means that I feel good like it's it's like it's a very weird thing but I'm very connected to my voice and like I was speaking to one of my friends who also has like vocal issues and we were just just like bonding and getting emotional about how isolating it is when your voice is so much to you and so important and like your biggest way of connecting and expressing yourself and then to lose that Mm -hmm. it's like you've lost a part of yourself or like you've lost like this your your power and it's just, yeah, it's so isolating because you can't speak to people and you can't connect with people and, yeah, losing your voice is horrible. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm very much like take, take care of your voice, warm up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and again, that's just so representative of your voice everybody's voice and what they're bringing out into the world. Right. Um, It's an important time to connect now more than ever. It's funny. I will say, I really think in my adult lifetime, as I worked in the music business, I waited the longest to see Camp Cope than any other band because living in Los Angeles with instant gratification and everybody come through, coming through, it had, been a really long time since I loved a band, and then had to wait years for you guys to get to America. So, uh, I'm really excited to hear the new album, and I hope the world gets a little bit more back to normal, and uh, we can see you on this side of the world soon. Me
1: too. I really want to come to America so badly. I miss it. My stepmom is there at the moment. She's actually in LA because her like partner lives there. He's like a composer or something. I don't know. He's cool. But she's there right now. And I'm just so jealous because I want to be there with her. And I just love her. I love LA. LA is funny.
0: Yeah. Everything good and bad that you want is in LA.
1: Yeah. Good, like, you know, music and opportunity and all that and then bad, like, Richard Ramirez, (laughs) like serial
0: killers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely nuts, but it's beautiful. Um, well, thank you so much. And thanks for bringing your voice into the world with so much incredible music and so many important messages. And we can't wait to hear the new album March 25th. Thank you so much for having me on
1: and just like wanting to talk to me about this stuff, Yeah, it still blows my mind that people are interested. When I like, you know, listen back to the other, like the last so I'm like, what the hell was I doing? Why would anyone like this? But, you know, it's very flattering. It's very nice. And thank you very much.
0: I, I mean, I have to say, like, not to completely like dissect a song, but even I mean, I've like, I get up in the morning and take long walks to Starbucks. When it's completely love, and have love my that. headphones on and um, listening to the opener, I just think that's such a magical song, and it—I mean, like I've been brought to tears. I think because, you know, in all of the, you know, first and second verse, you're just giving examples of in life when people are kind of one-upping you, when you're trying to explain how you feel and you're saying like, well, I was sick oh my and God. dying, I was hungry and you were starving. And then getting to the real issues about women in the music industry. And yeah, well that
1: like, that's, that's it. Like, that's what we, that's what we face, you know, like I've, <laughs> I've been in like conversations where I'm like, hey, like, there's no women on your tour, like, I think you could do better. And the person's been like, oh, well, you know, it's either like have diversity or like have a band like with a backline and, you know, just like stupid things like that. Just like completely absolving the responsibility to like create an equal and safe environment and workplace. For women yeah. playing music
0: and women who go to shows like well just know like not only every single band but like every single person that has sat in a boardroom and like tried to like get a word in and be louder all of that stuff resonates so as you look back on your old albums and say things like i don't know why anybody would listen to them let me just tell you it all matters and it matters so much and thank you for being you and- julie thank, thank you so much it means I a really lot to appreciate
1: me. it. All right. Well, I can't wait. It means wait a lot to, hear to me. You. What's that? It no means a that? lot to me. Thank you.
0: Well, it means a lot to me. Like, sharing your gift is like really sharing gifts. I mean, music is so personal. So I appreciate it. Oh my God, you. it's so
1: personal. oh
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a great little album cycle. I'm here for anything you need. Oh, thank you. And you. All right. <laughs> Good team. Here for anything you need. <laughs> <laughs> bye Jenna bye thank you so much All right. thanks for listening to the Idea Fountain and make sure to support Camp Cope you can hear a lot of their music out now but the whole new record will drop end of March they also have some sick merch a few pieces of housekeeping you can sign up for the newsletter for the idea fountain at juliepilot.co that's j u l i e p i l a t .co or by visiting the link in the bio on Instagram. And we're starting an idea fountain skill sharing group via Ying. You can download Ying in the app or Android store under Ying space group skill sharing. Once you set up an account, you can join our group by putting in the code idea fountain. All caps, no spaces. That's Idea Fountain, all caps, no spaces. Thanks so much for listening and supporting the community. I can't wait to catch up more soon.